Rodney, it's happening, man. Man, I got two for you today, bro. Oh. All right, so we got lion's mane, which mm-hmm. is a mushroom. It's a mm-hmm. shroom. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of thinking we should start our own ASMR. <laughs> How's that sound for your Do you want to explain what this is to people I don't who don't know. know? I don't even know what ASMR stands for, but it's uh, like a sensory. Sensory something. I know that. For your eardrums. It's kind of like making love to people's eardrums. Mm-hmm. But I think we should just start it on our YouTube channel. We should just mm-hmm. do... Because you got a good radio voice. Wait, like if you whisper that, like... Hi. Like if I went like this. I'm Keith. R, R, R. Well, I think we have that's to, awesome. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do that anytime. Lion's Mane, it's a nootropic. It's great for the, <laughs> for the brain activities. It makes you think about ASMR in creating channels. My name's Rodney. And this is More in Common Podcast. See, this is where we create a place for genuine, authentic conversation and where we explore the fact that the reality is we all have more in common than that which divides us. And we never read that intro. It's just in our heads. We know it. Yeah, by heart. By heart. And then we have to remind you, if you do want to know anything more about us, everything can be found at the website dot more in common pod dot com dot com and don't forget you know we're, our following is growing follow us share us like us comment mm-hmm. please your favorite podcast app location sharing is caring would, uh, you know love the people, engagement so we can engage back people listen to podcasts that people they like send them so if you like somebody and you like us send them the podcast you know what i'm saying so today is a special episode yep where it is our final episode of 2019. We've had 24 to this point 24. in the year. And this was our second full year as a podcast. We've been operating. Hey, man, two and you know years. what? I just want to say good on, congrats, man. Congrats That's not a small you, thing. Yeah. It's a, I mean, when the average podcast lasts six episodes. We are now at more than that. 15. 15- <laughs> I think at 56. It's weird because we're recording this. So yeah. 60? Is it, is it close to 60? And then we've got 20 more slotted for 2020. Yeah. We're like 59 or 60. Yeah. Whatever the number is on this episode, that's the number that that's we've the, recorded. <laughs> that's what we are. We just haven't put a number to it yet. So what, what are we're we technical. doing today? What, what's this episode all about? Well, we have Mr. a special Mr. guest. We have a special guest in the house. We have yeah. our editor and producer, Ruff. Say what up, man? Hey guys, what's going on? How's everybody doing today? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? What's up? Hey, you sounded hey, like you hey, sound hey, like Mace. Hey, what's going on, baby? What's going on? So, real quick side note: like for everybody who helped us out earlier in the year, or P Diddy, my bad, P Diddy. Like Ruff has been a big side, like a, a benefit of some of the financial in, uh, investments some some have given us and helped us along the way to allow us to get where we are and where we're going. Um, so big thanks to Ruff. We're excited to have him here today. Um, why do we have him here today, Rod? Well, we're going to do a year in review. You know, we're going to look back and Ruff, what episode did you come in? What was your first? Um, I think it was Kimberly. Kimberly was the episode I came in. So Felix. Yeah. So that's like just before the halfway point. So we just want to get a take from him and from us and we're going to share with you what our thoughts about the season and where we're going and rough's been a really big part of producing where we're going we got some big changes coming in 2020 we just want to talk about them we want to share them and uh get the energies going get get everybody come on come on we're we're excited to introduce what we're going to be doing in 2020 um it's a lot of what today is but at the same time you know we we definitely we try to do this and talk a little bit of back and retrospectively so Mm -hmm. Welcome to the show, Ruff. Oh, thank you so much. Sean. As a non-being interviewed guest, that's a, a weird twist for us. You well, know what I want to start off with? Oh, go ahead. You want to say something? Um, I just want to say it's been an honor um, putting the show together. Um, I definitely can say that um, uh, editing the show has been a highlight of my life. So 
Mm. Wow. Um, and you guys have definitely, um, I've learned more about you guys um, in recordings than I have in person. So this is a very interesting <laughs> component. So let's talk about that. That actually feeds really well into my first question. This is not scripted, ladies and gentlemen. This is not. Yeah. My first qu- it's supposed to be rough asking questions. <laughs> it is supposed to be rough asking questions, but I want to start by asking a rougher question because no, I, like I just it. wanted to ask like, start. what the podcast means to him. Like He edits. He gets to hear these conversations mm-hmm. in depth multiple times, so he knows them inside oh, and out. Don't make, don't make me do like, that. What does what is more in common mean to you, man? Um, I'm putting you on the spot because we pay you. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would definitely say that the, this is a very interesting thing because, um, I mean, me being who I am, I'm, I talk to a lot of people. I, I travel for work a lot, so... It's always good to have a good conversation and hearing what you guys talk about and what you guys put together. It, it's very helpful in maintaining my sanity in a sense of just like if if I'm having a bad day, I can listen to a conversation that you guys are putting together and how you guys essentially meet someone for the first time and essentially just knock on their front door and say, hey, we we brought some tea. Let's sit down. Let's have a talk. And I think that's it's really soothing. So I would say the com- the conversation more or less is more more about just peace of mind than anything else and mm. and getting to know people in the similarities and dissimilarities and regardless of whatever they may be it truly does bring you to a sense of calm and not have to think about just the injustices too much in the world more or less than anything else so I, I know that's not as poetic as you would have expected it to be, but that's kind of what no, it is. What I mean, look, there's no, there's, it received, is what it is. Received gracefully and gratefully. We yeah. really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, definitely appreciate that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, just to say this as well, too, like uh, a lot of people, hopefully, I mean, as as we move forward, a lot of people don't get a chance to really see how cool you guys are. So, <laughs> so I mean, everybody just thinks of you guys just like just two guys who just talk. But you guys are really cool individuals, and for sure. I did not mean for this to be an ego boost, but it is but a great way ego. to start the day. So <laughs> here's, here's what I'm going to recommend to listeners. Get yourself an editor. <laughs> Get a producer. Get a life editor and a life producer. Comments. And then, you know, we don't pay for that. We pay for the real. We pay because well, later okay. I want to talk about like where we've grown and like things where you were like, that's got to stop. I mean, let's, like, let's, let's talk about it real quick because I remember coming on and – you guys are just being like, hey, man, we've been doing this ourselves. And then realizing what you guys have been trying to do and me jumping on board. Because um, I was just like, you know what, let me... Because uh, to the listeners listening, I actually edited the first two episodes of this podcast that I jumped on board for free. Just to see if they, you know, would like me. Because I don't really like jumping into things, especially if it's like... Real talk. Baby. Were you just filling us out to see if you even wanted to work with us? Uh, no. Uh, surprisingly, I was letting you guys fill me out, you know? You know, you don't just show up to the cheerleading squad and get to be the top of the pyramid. You know, you, you got to... Unless you're really little. Uh, you know, that's an analogy. <laughs> that's an analogy that fits. I, I get that because I was on the cheerleading squad. Uh, that no, makes, I wasn't. You know I know wasn't. What? I was about to say, I was going to say that makes so much sense, but never, never mind. <laughs> never mind. But no, I'm, I mean, like, I, I had to give myself to let you guys fill me out and see if, you know, the vibe fit because I, I figure a podcast is intimate and as um dis, dis, descriptive as this people just need to just feel the vibe as the kids say nowadays you know you got to catch Live a vibe yeah. shout out to lock west yeah is, are you making faces at the camera key yeah i'm looking at our our live video and decided okay. to yeah okay. you get it yeah There's that a works. whole lot going on today yeah, man, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but the but the point that I was <laughs> really stretching the boundaries of our of what we've done so far. I'm just saying, but because because for me, like you guys are also like you guys are fathers and you guys are husbands, so I can only imagine trying to put together a podcast and also trying to manage it. And you also work outside of this as well, too. So I was coming and I was just like, all right, let me give these guys some space, in a sense of let me give them some breathing room. And I still remember um, one time Ronnie going in and looking at some sound bites and realizing that they were all edited and in there and named. And the sigh of relief he said he omitted from his mouth, he said he practically cried. So I thought that was a pretty good moment. So that made mm-hmm. me feel pretty dope. And that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you, what's a regular day in the life for you guys, you know, putting together a podcast in a week? You know, how does that day, day come to fruition? Because I know you guys are always talking about 530 Club. But like, <laughs> it's a new but, video series that we're gonna be we've re- released 
daily. Yeah, yeah. Look at you that. can check us out on our look YouTube at, channel. Look at that plug. Look at that plug. <laughs> Seamless. Like, no, how, do, how are you guys putting this stuff together, though? Like, what do you guys do to maintain your sanity? You know, uh, I got to tell you, the, 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 you know, it's, it's not always easy. Um, the first, first thing is priorities and establishing them. Um, family is number one. Uh, I don't, I, I, I guess I have four priorities and I couldn't rank them. Right. Um, okay. and that's a lot of priorities. So it's family, it's, it's physical working out and then, um, it's the job and it's this, everything else has to, has to follow the path of if these four priorities aren't accomplished in the time that I need to accomplish them, then I really don't do much else. Um, but I also have an amazing wife who um, gives me a lot of space to work on this. Shout out to the wife. Uh, especially before you came on, right? Because like, as Rodney and I are trying to expand being you know, business owners, both in the consulting and the podcast space, like being able to do the stuff that needs to be done mm-hmm. strategically, um, tactically, that aren't just record and record a podcast then edit it and then put it live mm-hmm. and before you came on a lot of that stuff had to take take a back seat because like there just wasn't enough time to ensure that all priorities were met because four core priorities just too much at the end of the day but we have to make it work so it's it's time management it's you know having you on board allows for for that flexibility um we have you know amazing families and and it really does it for me it just comes down to allocating time to say this is when this is going to happen and i'm going to focus my entire attention on that thing so i can make sure i get things done without having to go oh i need more time so this explains why you came at me not really come at me but you had that brief statement on me doing spending an entire day doing doing laundry basically yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. That makes so much sense now. Yeah. That makes so I'll, much sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'll add to what you said. Like, I don't think four four core priorities is too much. I think everybody's got something similar. Maybe it's mm. two, three. Maybe it's fair family. point. Yeah. And I think um, you started out by saying families first, and and that is the macro, like the, the top of the pyramid or the bottom of the pyramid. I guess the foundation. But I think knowing. For me, that my priorities are body, being, balance, and business. Shout out to Garrett White because I took that from his book. Um, it's like knowing knowing what those are, and I can set my daily priority in those things. So the priority does shift. Like it's not every moment family is first. It's not every right. moment business is first. There are moments where it's like, all right, right now what I need to do is business. Right now what I need to do is meditate. Right now what I need to do is spend time with my family, with my daughter, my wife, whatever it is. So I think it's that, um, and and I'm actually finding, and why I say four is not too much, we're doing a lot and we're only doing more every day. And I mean, I can't even count the things on my plate. Well, I could, but I'm not going to right now. (laughs) And it's, it's somewhere between five and seven different things. And the more that I'm doing, the more I'm finding I can do. Mm. And a lot of that, oh, I just want to say real quick, a lot of that yeah. is I'm, there's stuff that I've been doing, and this has been an evolution for the last 10 years, but there's stuff that I was doing that was like, all right, is this as important? Is Netflix for me as important? Some nights, yeah, some nights I need to jump on and just chill and watch Netflix and get my brain, get out of my headspace. Mm-hmm. But I'm finding more frequently, I want to be in a space where I'm creating, where I'm writing, where I'm recording, where I'm, brainstorming where i'm writing a script with you where i'm talking it rough like and and the more i'm doing it the more i'm finding time to do it mm. so yeah so this, i this, think uh, yeah, i just ahead. want to really uh, before you jump in there rough um i think you bring up a really good point about the macro priorities right mm-hmm. um that impact that that has on me is you know it's so easy on a daily basis to look at a list of 25 things that you need to get done. Mm -hmm. Right. And just go, I don't know how I'm going to have it. How do I prioritize these 25 things? But the reality is all of those things will fall into the bucket 
of the four core priorities, right? Mm. Um, and if they fall into that bucket, I'm not prioritizing the things, I'm prioritizing my priorities. And there are just functions of those priorities that I need to get done on any given point in the day. Mm. And, you know, like watching TV at night when I need to wind down and relax before I go to sleep, like that's not a priority to watch TV. It's just a priority of mind, right? Like mm-hmm. I just need to, I need to, to check out. Even but there's so, so many good shows though. But then well, I end up only watching an hour because that's all I need to check out versus I need to watch six hours of TV because I need to watch that show, right? Well, there's it's kind so of many a, good a shows, but it's like, shift. It's I've, like, I've cut out goal? shows. It's like, what's your goal? Like, what yeah. are you, like, my mom said this to me in high school, and I, I didn't. I, I I had an attitude about it. She was like, <laughs> "No surprise." Like, <laughs> I was not a very attitudey teen, though. I was a pretty. But for this, I just I just didn't understand it. Are you saying that for the record, or you actually mean that? No, I can't. What mean that's true? Him or me? You saying that you were? I'm just being teen. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm just being flippant and trying oh, okay. to dig at yeah, Rodney. Yeah. You know. Hey. See if I can get him get a rise out of him on podcast. See, we'll we'll try. We'll we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get a rise. But uh, she said, um, she said, you know, all those people that were watching on the screen, like they got theirs. They've done the work. Mm-hmm. They got theirs. What are you doing? So it's like I'm a really really good consumer. I can consume TV. I can buy some Amazon like nobody's business. And just like just starting this this project two years ago has flipped something in my head. That's like, why don't I make stuff? Well, and and it just made me want to consume so less. With that, with that, you guys consuming so less. So, how has the show evolved from when you guys first started to now? Because since you guys are now using more or less time management as essentially your bible. On life, essentially, how has the show evolved from when you guys first started to just being a conversation with a few people to now being what it is now, which is basically twenty six episodes in a year, and we're getting ready to go into like an episode a week next year. Fifty mm-hmm. two format. Well, not quite fifty two, but close. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, get it. But how has the show evolved? Because remember, I've, I haven't been here since the beginning, so I don't know. And I mean, I mean, I think. In so many ways, right? I, I you can talk tactically. Um, Look at that cat Catalog. about my cat that likes to walk in front of my screen, and we usually don't talk about it, but we'll talk about it now because that's what we're here for. Um, Managing cats just that's a big... about every episode. Um, <laughs> we just kind of hide it. Cat so all of us. <laughs> um, like when we first, I think there are a few things that have evolved. One is just the the capability. I think uh, uh, through comfort and confidence and understanding, we've gotten better at delivering the product. So I think that's an evolution that just comes with time and should hopefully happen for anybody who delivers. I mean, we've interviewed what eighty people now. Um, mm-hmm. So through that. We should we should be able to improve. Hopefully, and with that with that thought, like we definitely, uh, I think of Reed uh, Reed Ho- Reed Hoffman, yeah, Reed Hoffman, the LinkedIn founder co founder. It's like you should release new products before you're ready. We definitely released before we're yeah. ready. Like if you go back and listen to our first episode, it's like it's very cringy for me Why? because I've learned how to talk into a microphone. We've gotten better microphones. I've learned how to deal with non-sound treated rooms like the one we're in right now so that it just sounds a little better i my presence is a little bit i'm not as nervous about it uh the content is more it's structured but it's it flows as it's supposed to it's, it's just it's not organized chaos though is it our episodes no. now yeah i would say yeah. they used to be more <laughs> organized chaos because oh. i mean when we first started it's still a little organized chaos though. i mean we don't set like our conversations, like we don't have an outline or anything. It's just a conversation. Well, well, this, that's the thing about it, though, because like if you're talking organized chaos, then what do you guys do to do you guys research your guests? Like, because yeah. I mean, I know that sounds like a very basic question, but how much time do you put into your guests before you actually sit down with them? I don't research. Keith does. Yeah, I'll put in about a half hour of every guest because I like to. I mean, that's probably in, something from the very beginning. I like to it just personal preference when someone comes into the room that they're going to be interviewed i'd like to know a little bit about them 
Mm. Um, that way we can trigger a conversation and get started sooner. But that's yeah. another one of those evolutions, right? Like, I well, think part of the, the uniqueness of what makes us work. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest evolutions of of the show um, really was this the flow of how we go about it, right? When we first set out to do this, we set out to demonstrate difficult conversations, right? Because that was the the born idea. But what we realize is that's not exactly what we do is really have difficult conversations. We just connect with people and dive deep into topics, Mm -hmm. topics that can be uncomfortable for a lot of people, but don't seemingly come off uncomfortable in our conversation. And we've really, like, that's been the evolution of the show and really being able to step back from that, Mm. being able to look at it, evaluate it and say, okay, this is really what we're bringing now. It's not, let's get in and talk about politics and set this expectation that we're going to challenge people, right? Like, that's what we thought it would be, but it's not. It's, let's give a space to have an open conversation about what's important to the people that we bring on, whether we know anything about it, whether we have a strong feeling about it. And if we want to challenge and get into it, the space is made such that we can do that. And no one really gets uncomfortable. And, I and think that's, that's what a, we've really demonstrated. I think that's a key point, like to that comment I just made about starting before you're ready. A big part of it is what you think it will be with before you start and what it ends up being are probably not always the same. So just start. And then like the thing, the process will inform you. So we've spent a lot of time, understanding who we are individually, who we are as a brand, what we're trying to actually bring to the world and why. And I think that's helped organize the chaos. I would call it organized chaos, but I I think that's partially because of my approach. I don't research a guess. I walk in and it is what it is. Keith does do a little bit more research, which is a little bit more structured, at least for his head coming in. With that, with that being said, Keith, what's the minimum, the most, I would say the most research guess you would say for this year so far? So I, I, one of the things that, that this, uh, it's a good question as far as one of the things um, when it comes to researching guests, like, cause I like to stabilize and, and set the, the stage with the opening question or whatever it may be. Um, we don't, we don't rank guests, right? Because that's one of the things we love about our platform. Everybody has a story, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody is mm-hmm. equally as important to us as anybody else, regardless of how they're dubbed as important in the real world. Let's right? be real. Your cat is more important than you, though. <laughs> Always. I mean, On facts. that video, I mean, she facts. is going to be all over it. It's phenomenal. Um, they know. They know you, but they're every them. cat meme, you can watch my video, and you will laugh if you if you have cats. This makes oh, I'm sense gonna, to you. We're, I'm going to meme the hell out of this. <laughs> but, Just record it. Just, the most, but then you take into account more public figures, right? Uh-huh. People like Dolly Chug, people yeah. like Ethan Sandler, um, but Dolly in particular. He'll be, next, he'll be next year, but we didn't. Yeah, that. but Dolly in particular, she's probably our biggest profile guest of 2019 or up to this point, right? Yeah. She's, um, and, and as a result, not knowing her prior to the episode itself. Yeah. I had to spend, I wanted to spend some time. She's been interviewed plenty. What's known out there? What's that? One thing we don't want to be is just another place where the same thing is said, right? Mm. We like depth. We like depth of, of conversation. We like to dig and ask that extra question that causes someone to pause and whether they'll answer or not. We're not going to force an answer, but we like, to, we like to get into things that maybe other people don't know. Would you so say you guys are nosy? What's that? Would you say you guys are nosy? Uh, we're um, curious. Well, so here's that's a, that's a good yeah. question because we do set up. We have a prep call with every guest, and mm-hmm. we we do like to understand coming in like what's important to them and what they might want to talk about. We don't get into like it a, at all. You sound like a guidance counselor right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what schools are you interested in? Okay, there's no way you're getting into Princeton. So let's re-level set to Ivy Tech, and uh, no, but but we like to like understand, right? So. But one of the things we – there's two key things we tell them at the beginning. Number one, this is about them. Like their voice is everything. So we edit our podcast, but our, all of our guests get to listen to the podcast before we release it. Like they have to sign off and approve it because we don't want to be soundbiting them into saying right. something that they didn't say or didn't mean to say. 
that's just a guiding principle. But on the nosy side of things, we tell them like we're gonna we're going to press because we we're gonna press and ask questions mm. gently. Like we're we're not overbearing about it. Yeah. But if you feel uncomfortable, let us know and we'll back off if we don't sense it first. And I think um, we I mean we've had several guests tell us like I'm on the couch right now and neither of us are psychologists. Keith has a psychology degree and a background but we're not psychologists we're not trying to put people on the couch we're just curious we want to know more about you and what makes you tick and why do you think that hillary or trump or bernie or whatever like why do you think what you think why what's why is what's important to you important to you has it led to oversharing at times like like, yeah like really intimate details of like oh i think we had some revelations that i never expected to get like, we've gotten two guests who have uh, openly publicly stated, not that they're three, uh, that they were sexually assaulted as a child, hmm. um, that they've never mentioned that publicly. One of the episodes, unfortunately, got lost, um, which is another thing that, that has happened and that we're, you like talk about the evolution of the podcast, like losing, redundancy, losing, oh, <laughs> losing conversations. Um, it's, it's one of the biggest uh eggs on our faces that we hate let me tell you yeah man i just want to talk about those moments because your boy here is the tech guy and usually usually the one that's in charge of making sure that files and redundancy are had and kept in fact i am not recording a redundant file so if uh if if our squadcast doesn't work we're going to be using the video audio but keith there is nothing worse than having to call you or send that text like hey I lost the file. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we don't have it. And you're like, what do you mean we don't have it? And I'm like, well, so like normally it's on the SD card and like I have it on my hard drive. It's not there. That is hilarious to me. Yeah, it's not. It's not it's hilarious not to me. Yeah. Well, but is... now we're at a point now where it's not it, it, like it used to be super hard. Now yeah. it's like it is what it is. Like we have enough guests. We have a back. But like earlier when we just had like the next guest because we started out recording and releasing one episode a month. So it was like we had one shot. We were Eminem on this. And and we were and talk about again another evolution component. Like when we first started, we didn't know who our next guest was going to be. We had a month to figure it, well, less than a month to figure it out. Figure it out, record it, edit it, record it, edit it, publish it, right? Then we decided to go to twice a month because we had a little bit of a backlog. Okay. um, Where we had then started just batch recording, right? Like we, then sometimes you'll, you'll hear in these episodes, it's sound, it's a dated conversation, even though it's released now. And that's because we end up we, we, because of our release cycle, we end up releasing somebody six months later, right? Um, but we then started to get into more batch recordings and batch recordings and batch recordings. And then we have all this content. Now we have a ton of content. And we are in this place now where we need to figure out how to get it out there faster. So we're actually dialing back the batch recording amount because we're no longer scrambling to figure out who we're going to talk to. And that's going to be helpful in 2020 with the the way we're going. And we're going to change the way we're, we're batch recording. But that's been a huge evolution in how we, you know, going from one episode a month to two a month and, you know, not knowing who we're going to interview to to where we're going. So, but yeah, losing an episode is never fun. Um, it's happened three times. Three yeah, times? Three times. Do you guys think it'll happen again? Yep. Um, you said yep? Yeah, I, I mean... I, Technology is a is a bitch, man. And sometimes I think it'll, yeah, outside I mean, of our control. Happens. So yeah, like, I happens. think one day, like some could be stolen, uh, lost. Like yeah, it'll happen again. But we're you know when well, we when we eventually interview Denzel, we just hope that's not the time it happens. I mean, I mean, this is cool <laughs> about it though. With all those episodes being edited and whatnot, like what? How long does it usually take for you guys to put an episode together before I came in as an editor? And, well. This year, basically, what's the longest episode? A normal that episode, yeah. From, yeah. It's so, really hard to quantify. Like I would say, on average, like yeah. so, the process would be: I'll take the files, I'll listen to it, and I'll cut it down. Um, and so I cut it down. Then Rodney listens to it just to make sure it's good. I listen to it again to make sure it flows right. Like there aren't weird stops and it sounds, because we cut things out, right? So you got to blend it. 
Facts. And then I also take the track and I label, you know, where we want sound bites for social promotion and all of that stuff. That all that I mean, that entire process can be upwards of on average maybe five hours, right? For a single episode. Yeah, but from a but in real time, that could be a month. Right. Like that's so, five like, hours it of work taken over a period of time. Yeah. It could have taken us I mean, I'm just trying to just guesstimate this to give you an answer. Like I'm gonna say start to finish, like uh, two months at the max, probably a month when we were efficient. Yeah. Um yeah, and I, it's I mean, we're getting close to a week right now. With yeah. You. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could turn an episode around in a couple of days at this point. It's just Ooh. a matter of um, it's a matter of time. So a week is a week is a real time estimate. The longest one that ever took to edit was Lock. Um, was it was our wor- oh. it was our first episode that I'm we had this. live. Three um, mics where, all in the same yeah, room and without we any didn't, kind it, of. Uh, mixers we couldn't play with levels so all mics were picking up everything and at different qualities and it was that episode show i think 23 hours to edit and lock if you're listening to this like we still feel bad about that we gotta we gotta re-record to 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 make up because i mean he's a he's a man whose voice is his business how many people how many people want to come back like do you guys still talk because you guys had about 20 something odd guests this year so far this year this year mm-hmm. do you guys still keep in contact with all of them all everybody yeah. stuff like that and do we everybody... actually threw a party a couple months back inviting all the ones that were in la because keith was out here but like i mentioned it like our guests like we talked to them about the experience and like for us for us too our, our entire thing is the person that we're interviewing it's not like we love you listeners and followers but we're focused on our on the person that we're talking to and building a relationship with them and maintaining a relationship with them because that's the thing in front of us. That's the thing that we can control our interaction with. And we think that if we, if we're fully present and fully delivering on that interaction before we interview them during an interview and after an interview, everything else is going to come together. So let me ask this. This one goes to Keith, basically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's like, shut up, Rod. Shut your mouth. Well, I mean, I mean, it's easy to say, but, we we always know. You guys have a really interesting dynamic that I think a lot of people don't get a chance to hear. So you guys will basically, you know, the quote unquote the bestie like finish each other's sentences. Hey, bestie. <laughs> <laughs> At what point do you guys basically say, you know what? I'm not vibing with you today and I'm not messing with you today. Like, is there, do you guys put that to a side before you guys do the interview, or do you let the other person know, like, hey, listen, I'm not up to you with your shenanigans today, and um, let's just go ahead and get through this guest, because, you know, I'm feeling some type of way. So, or, so Rodney and I have been friends for 17 years. Yeah. And we stand this dude. We've had ups <laughs> and downs. And don't get me wrong, like, in the operation of a business, there have been moments where it's like I, Ronnie has a we, freak out voice, right? Yeah, now. we're both face. just ready to check out, right? Oh my God. Um, but there is a certain level of this is something Rodney and I have always had. When I mean, we for for anybody out there, we decided to write a business plan to start a restaurant that never happened. Um, and one of our guests has read that business plan uh, many years later. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. You can't, you can't just... No, we'll, we'll, you can't, we'll talk about that. Let's skip over it. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, hold on, hold on. Pause, pause, pause. We'll pause, talk pause, about pause. that in a second. But let me finish. So when we oh, started we that, that to be we, 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 we did all the documentation, like LLC and everything. And Rodney and I put together the, all the chain of ownership. If something were to happen, if someone weren't to show up, if yeah. like all that stuff that when you start a business with somebody you know, you're like, oh, I trust this person I can do. We trust each other, but we're going to memorialize it anyway. So when we talk about recording the episode, that principle, that mindset is true. Like we show up, I might not be in the mood to hear Rodney ask 400 questions about 400 (laughs) different things, but we're in it and we make it happen. And it's not a, you know, and he might not have the mood to listen to me get you know use like weird like two big words ago, and, like two minutes you know. ago and he was going to break down the entire process of editing a podcast i was like oh you have to be shitting me right now <laughs> i mean 
<laughs> so sometimes it happens, but we just, I mean, it's to Rodney's point though, when we're interviewing, like it's about our guests. It's not about whether or not Rodney and I are vibing. Like some, some days we interview, we're not on the same page and we still have just as good of a conversation because it's about our guest. So we have had to still. manage that though. Cause like yeah. my brain typically, and I've got, I've got, I've really, really worked way on this a lot, but yeah. like my brain is a, drunk monkey with a, a, a platinum platter of cocaine in the right hand and in the left hand it's got a First bottle of, all, of Jack the, Daniels the, the so you want to talk about something that annoys me is that analogy I've heard it way too many times really a drunken monkey with a pla- plate of it's cocaine a Reese, it's a Reese's monkey it's a Reese's monkey those monkeys that monkey's going to die first and foremost it's like uh, was it Marcel in, um, in Friends Friends yeah and then uh, Outbreak that monkey's still alive by the way just like is I know it? that is yeah. it? Outbreak is a good movie. Shout out to D. Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. D. Yeah. Hoff. Yeah, man. Rene Russo. Russo. So, with, with that being said, because we're going to touch on this restaurant thing real quick, because I really want to hear this. <laughs> we should not. We should not. I'm, we're totally doing it. Um, is this Oof. the first time you guys have put something together of this of this magnitude? Of that or, magnitude. Or? Yeah. It was like, what is that? How many pages was that business plan? Like 46 page business plan that we That's wrote over much. two years with. Over two. Yeah. I mean, it was the first time either of us put a business plan together. We had a really, we had an idea and then it turned into a website and, you know, went from a restaurant to a website, a third party came involved. We divested, moved on. Um, it just wasn't going anywhere. We both ended up with jobs at Microsoft and wanted to reprioritize our, our mental thinking. So, I mean, it's a non-story in our lives, quite frankly, but, um, it definitely established a business operating method. A mentality, which is the mm. reason I bring it up. Mm. It's pretty good. Let's I listen. have nothing to say about that. I'm moving on. Hold on. No, no, no. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, just just give me like 30 seconds. What was what was the name of the restaurant? What was the name? Waiver Wire. Yeah. A, Wait, what? It was a restaurant. I can't, we was, can't talk about the idea yeah. too much because it yeah. might still come back to life. Yeah, you know it might happen someday. Really? So, you got, so, we have so, not, the dream has not died. Right. And oh. now we have a chef who may end up being a chef. Like, which was one of our biggest limitations is that we had no focus on food. It was Both it sides. was focused on the experience. But if we have a if we have a a chef to to participate in in the idea when the idea comes to fruition, we'll save the idea for for that time. Mm, I see that. I see that. So this is this is my next thing. All right. What do you Drop guys? It. What are you guys trying to do? next year he got real whispery on mm. this should we all just drop in on the mics and get real buttery on it i mean all right well here's what he, we're gonna do huh. next year because i mean because the thing is is that i'm seeing where you guys are going right now and but the, the topic that runs to my head next year is just that are you guys prepared to jump whenever you need to jump in a sense of just like somebody tells you hey we need you to do this is it, or do you guys have to essentially like placate it and plan it and be like, okay, well, we could do it, but just give us X amount of time, you know? Man, that's a very how risky existential you guys, question you just yeah, asked. Yeah. Like, how risky are you guys planning to be next year? Because, man, it's year three. You guys are moving along, chugging along nice and slow, and then now we're... Does, does one plan risk? And if one plans risk, is it risk? See? Guidance counselor mode right there. That's, that's, that's what that is. <laughs> Like uh, legit though. I don't even know how to answer that question. I think what here's what here's how I would try to answer. Keith is that. still thinking. Like have, he hasn't moved in like He hasn't moved. Years. I thought he froze. I thought his video froze on both feet. <laughs> 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 he's he's just so stoic in this moment. He's like he's like, I'm pensive and I'm going <laughs> uh, Yeah, nah. man. Like what you, okay. what you got okay. what you got plan for Keith, this? Keith, let's let's riff on this. Let's go back and forth. I yeah. think we're planning. We're trying to be planful. Let's start small. Let's start small. Let's let's start at the, the bottom stages. Like we've got big plans and a lot of things happening. Things are accelerating in the, I would say in the last six months to to levels and things that we never considered. Like we, we were like, we're gonna do a podcast and now we have two consulting businesses that we would have never thought of running. Is that gonna be two more businesses at the end of next year? It could be. Who knows? Like I, or 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 products or, or services that we offer, like I don't know where that's going to go. And I think the answer for me is that I'm open to whatever comes and evaluating how it makes sense for me and for Keith and for my family and making a decision based on that. I think you might have been, well, Keith, you answer and then I'll ask. Robert. No, finish your thought. 
Well, I don't know if you were asking on macro or micro level. So that was very macro. And then on like, a, I need lotion on my elbow, by the way. But <laughs> <laughs> on a very micro level, if Will Smith is like, I'm in, then yeah, like I'm gonna be what you're in. You're in Tel Aviv. Okay, I'm gonna go to Tel Aviv and interview Will Smith. That like that's going down regardless, unless like my daughter is is like that's a, that's a very needing help, scenario. right? Like or my my family's just, like hurting. But it's a, it's important to answering the question, right? Like to because I'm thinking about it from a macro and a micro perspective as well. Like from a macro point of view, like for us, it's it's very process oriented. Like when we think about this business, we we try to take it day to day, even though we're planning for the future, right? So I don't I don't know tomorrow doesn't exist, right? An hour from now, time is an illusion, my friends. Right. Time is so, illusion. the only moment is this one. So. We've got to do what we've got to do today to, to continue to grow and be where we want to be. And we have done to that. To be ready for that call. You know like, what I'm saying? So that we that's can. it. I mean, what is it? Uh, opportunity is preparation meets, or luck is opportunity, or luck equals opportunity, opportunity meets preparation, preparation. Right? Yeah. And we felt that this entire time. Um, we started the podcast thinking we were going to have a podcast, and that was it. Um, and now, like Rodney said, we, we have this consulting business. Um, my daughter's birthday is December 12th, and we have a consulting gig December 11th. I'm going to L.A. to do it, and then I'm coming right back for, with a red eye so I can be home for the birthday. Hey, real quick, shout out Dad of the Year. <laughs> that's, that's facts, though. That's but, facts. you know, so next year, like, I don't, I, to, to Rodney's original point, like, I don't know how to answer it because I don't know what it is. And right now, all we're doing is preparing for whatever it is. If Will Smith does call up and say, hey, um, you know, we've got a, we've got a high-profile actress that's, that's on our docket that, that we're going to probably interview sometime in February or March, right, for season, for, for uh, I'll teaser, season three of next year. And um, I'm going to fly out to L.A. for it, right? Like, I'm just, whatever it costs, we're going to go and we're going to do that in person. And if someone said, hey, here's a million dollars, we want you to run this and do all the things that you need to do, you got to do it. Like, if Joe maybe Rogan that's a takes us up on our idea and it's like, yes, let's build a news network. And it's like, here's a million dollars to go build it. I'll be like, all right, let's go build it. I mean, we do have family considerations for every decision that we make, and we have to be be mindful of it. But I'm not trying to make decisions that 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 aren't there yet. So, um, like, are we prepared? We're we're preparing for whatever comes our way. Wait, so are you ready? And wait, did we actually answer your question? I mean, you kind of did, but you didn't. Do we dance around it? Yeah, I don't I, like. I'd love to give you a direct answer on it, though. I just it's a question I can't directly answer. Like, whatever comes up, we'll go. We'll do what we need to do, um, but we have things that we have to evaluate every single time. And part of it, like, like not not joking with this present moment is only is is it? Like, yeah. If I spend too much time thinking about that call from Ellen or Oprah or Will Smith. I'm not right here doing what I need to do so that when they call, I'm be like, yeah, man, like I got all this, I got all this ready. Like you're going to want to hear this so I can pitch and, and do the things. So like, it's not tongue in cheek and saying that this moment is the thing. Right. right. We don't, we, it, it really is, it is not a possible answer. Like to end the short would be like, yeah, but what is it? Right. Like, I mean, that's, that's the thing about it though. Cause like, I mean, you guys are really, good at what you guys do and you guys have gotten better and i mean I'm flatterer not, you i'm not i mean listen this i have to listen to you guys more than the average person does you know on a consistent basis so i i will say that but with that being said though because i'm seeing like matter of fact let's do this this is i think is going to be interesting so i'm going to list probably like 10 different episodes that i've worked on and i want you guys to give me what those episodes essentially in one word describe those episodes to you mm. is this and like what a, they meant i'm not good at one words i'm fairly well, verbose but well, i'll do my I, best i want you to have to do this so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, it's like group project you know what i mean the guidance counselor steps into the room you know what i mean so let, let's let's do this okay so you have a weird for, thing with guidance counselors bro yeah, why am i guidance counselor <laughs> well because the thing is it's it's very what's the best way to explain it it's it's Guidance counselor's guidance, and how many times has a guidance counselor actually guided you in a, in, a, in, a, in a sort of way to give you what you needed for next? But so you, 
you guys are the guides to the next year. So it's kind of like that's kind of how I'm putting it together. It's interesting because I don't see myself as a guider. I'm not trying to guide anybody. I'm trying yeah. to expose people's stories and share my own. I'm not trying to give advice. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to tell you to take up any of my crazy sticks like lion's mane or mushrooms or or. <laughs> Or but what do you? But what do you? Earth. But what do you do when they do though? All those things that you said you're not trying to do. But what do you do when they actually get done because of you? You and embrace that's the, it. Yeah, that's yeah, like good. Like good on somebody for wanting to try something yeah. because I said it. But yeah. I don't think it's like I'm special because they did it. They heard me say it and they did it. Right. You just embrace. So it. then, all right. So let, let's run this real quick. All right. So Tina McGuff, one word. Rodney and Keith. What do you got? Humble. I'm putting you on a timer too. Humble. Okay. What about you, Rod? Emotional. Uh, Nick Jones Jr. Stoic. Eclectic. Ooh. Okay. Um. I didn't get t- Rodney's word there. What? I'm Rodney. Hi. My word is stoic. <laughs> and I'm like Keith, that. and mine is eclectic. Okay. I mean, my word for Nick. Nick Jones right, Jr. Right. You gotta say the junior. <laughs> please. Gotta say remember the junior. The please. junior. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh, JS. Intelligent. Different. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, what about Ali Lucchetti? Ali Lucchetti. Bold. Uh, vulnerable. Um. Matt McCabe. Changemaker. This is like a hyphen in there. I think that makes that one word. <laughs> <laughs> um, inspiring. Okay. All right. And last one, which I think you guys are like. Um, Pete. Pete Mulroy. Fascinating. Brilliant. Okay. So, which brings me to my next point. And we're going to call these the first annual uh, More Common Awards. <laughs> and I I'm going to hold up. We're going to hold because we're going to have like a little music thing right here. Da, 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 da. Is it a good place like, for me to go to the bathroom? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, why, why would you go to the bathroom awards? All right. All right. So here's what we got. All right. Who would you say, you can, you can list as many as you want, were some of your funniest guests? Funniest? Yes. Tristan. Tristan Cooper Smith. Without Cooper question. Smith. Any particular jokes in referencing? Not joking, no, just, just general personality person, and, yeah. and connect. Like it's just, Mel. She's funny. Mel, Mel without funny. without a doubt. Mm. Um, okay. I thought JS was funny. JS was funny? JS was funny. All right. Most inspirational. That one's hard. I got to tell you, like, I, if, if I were to, like, I, I got to say, like, everybody in some capacity inspired me. Um, if I were going to just say one person whose episode has affected me the most in a way of action, it would be Tristan. And I would say, well, will you say why? Um, or how? How? Or well, what, there are a few things. where? Yeah, there are a few things like how decision making, um, following using your gut as a data point, not just uh, not not just over analyzing it, flipping a coin, that whole thing. It's actually something I've helped when people ask for my advice. Like I use a lot of what she said. You talk about uh, is it is it kind? Is it necessary? Is it honest? And um, that one hits just, for me. That one hits yeah. a lot for me. And then you think about. Um, the 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 seeking of counseling or therapy for mental health management not for you know crisis mode um she kind of triggered that for me and it's been supported by others within within the year right um when you talk about Brittany, you talk about tina you talk about ally and the the list goes on but um she kind of triggered that for me and now here i am so there's two main ones for me because of where I was in my life at the time, and they just, just stand out. But to your point, I mean, they all were impactful. One, JJ, uh, the mm-hmm. check-in, the check-in process, and like really getting into what's happening with me or the people around me. That has been 
game changing. Also with JJ, the concept of uh, he said he doesn't give advice; he shares his experience. And coming into that, like I didn't think that I gave advice a lot, but I was a really big advice giver, especially when people didn't ask for it, which can often come off like criticism. And when people did it to me, I'm like, oh, I recognize that they're kibitzing and they're giving me advice that I don't, I didn't ask for, I don't necessarily want. I didn't realize that I was doing it until I listened back to that episode and I started thinking about it and uh, asked a couple people. And that's been really changing, really, really important for me. And then the last one, uh, George Dover, mm. because of where I am as a, as a father and as a husband, um, unconditional acceptance, that thought that he, like, not just unconditional love, but unconditional acceptance like I accept you for who you are regardless period end of story if you believe what I believe or not it doesn't matter just that's everything to me mm. and so, I got to tell you that's I mean as as Rodney lists up I mean, we could go through every guest and do the same thing we could do that right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's and he's saying then I'm like oh no that's mine too right like, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so that's I was going to ask yeah. you guys too like cuz since he said that I mean like any particular like like particular quote that stood out because I guess Roddy just kind of hit the nail on the head right there, like during these shows. Because I know we've got we've got a lot of good one liners from people that you know zinkas. Yeah, you know, <laughs> couple of things that made made us go like, hmm, well, yeah, you know, yeah, I could definitely see that. You know, any quotes? Any other quotes you guys remember from no. the previous? Episode? I, I, I don't I don't recall quotes very well. <laughs> I have to read them. He's like, nah, bro, nah, move on. nah. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a quote guy. Uh, I no, Randy definitely is. I am not. He said, don't do it. I mean, I gave some of my big ones, but you know, yeah. like, um, man, if I'm thinking, I would I would talk about like, uh, man, where would I go on a quote tip? Mm. Well, just you can think about that. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll I got one one thing that sticks out to me is Patrick. It's funny and, that I was just thinking about Patrick, and just just the, the when he talks about the story at the airport when he looked at the person and said, basically, like, what what is going on today? Tell me why this is bothering you rather than being mean and you know even though he felt that like just his whole frame on that i can't quote yeah. it directly but there there's the, a there, there's the a quote, lot that he says in that episode I, I, so i cheated i'm looking this up <laughs> i knew that there was a quote about hope that he said uh but he said and i like that he said before he said this, he said i don't care how you feel about cory booker politically but listen to the words i don't care if you're republican democrat it doesn't matter like listen to the words mm-hmm. hope is the active conviction that despair won't have the last word. I'm like, bam, he said that? I'm like, say that again. It just hit me in the chest. Mm-hmm. Hope is the act of conviction that despair won't have the last word. And it's not even his words. Those are Cory Booker's words. But it was just it was yeah. delivered in a timely fashion, especially germane to the conversation that we were having. And, and we pull out quotes from everybody because I think there's quotes. there are quotes for sure from everybody that have an impact like that on us. Well, that's the thing about it, because I mean, like a lot of the episodes I felt were really in their own separate lanes. Not one episode was like the other, which right. made it almost like this entire season that I worked on with you guys so far made it almost like a Rubik's cube. So many different colors, so many things to my to nickname. combinations, you know, stuff like that. Rubik's yeah. cube, not colors. Yeah. <laughs> hey, colors. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did you call her? Gonna call, call somebody's we're not, kid hey, colors. excuse me, sir. We're not saying coloreds anymore. Colors. We're, not, we're not saying that. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't expect it to go there. There's so many colors. Oh, jeez. That, oh, that sounds like a street name. I'm Rubik's stuck. Cube. Oh, no, not, not that one. Just name somebody colors. Yo, colors. Something like that. Maybe he's like a tagger, like a like a spray painter or something. Like Miles like Morales. Something like that. All right. So what would you say would be the most slept on show? Like the most slept on episode? Like the All one that <laughs> Well I mean, yeah, obviously. I'd have to go back and look at the numbers to tell you that, but I there's gold and, and so like there was a point when we were probably twelve episodes in, one of my mentors was like, Where are you finding these people? Mm-hmm. 
And I was just like, what? I'm just having conversations with people. And then I'm like, hey, that was interesting. Would you want to come on our podcast? And I think that's part of the point. Keith said it earlier. Everybody has a story. Literally, everybody has a story. Everybody is interesting. Even if you hate their choice for presidential candidate, I guarantee you, if you talk to them for a few more minutes, you're going to find something that's fascinating and probably that you agree with and probably that you've even done or think or hold as a conviction of your own. And that's the, that's the thing. Like give people a chance. Have like, like these, we edit these down, but like these are hour and a half, hour 15, hour 20 minute long conversations where we're really intentionally trying to get to know somebody without judging the shit out of them for them saying something that we disagree with without judging JS because he's part of the, satanic temple like it's really easy to be like oh well he's he's an anarchist uh troublemaker punk rocker kid and it's like no he's not he's a deeply intelligent and thoughtful human being that has a lot of really interesting things to say and it turns out we have a lot in common and yeah so i'll stop yeah i mean i i couldn't (laughs) i think from the numbers perspective like considering jamil um you know, the download numbers and he was our first of the year is probably the most slept on conversation because he's just an insightful human being who can make you feel good about life. He's and, like the black, the black Buddha. But to Rodney's point, like this is the experience that we have in these conversations is what we hope comes off to everybody listening, where you can put aside your bias, your instinct to dislike somebody because of the things that they say or the way that they think because that's what we do when we consume radio we're in listening mode um when we're having these conversations it's like they there are times where things are said and it's it's, we'll push it we'll fight like argue it disagree with it in a way that just keeps the flow and the comfort of the space and at no point when i leave these conversations i go boy that was bad you know (laughs) like oh i don't like that person you know wow because there's just there is that connection point with every single person that we've interviewed and and that's what we want for our audience right is to feel that not in a judgmental way but just feel that conversation and what that person has to say whether you agree or disagree and the reason why i say all of them like largely is on us because marketing and advertising is not our forte it's not something that's in our wheelhouse it's becoming i'm becoming the cmo or whatever you want to call it but like getting the word out there about these episodes and how awesome they are and what you should be getting out of them falls on us frankly and i don't we haven't done everything that we can do so all of them are slept on because they should all have like thirty thousand downloads so that's 2020 like getting underneath the water they see the whole glacier and getting everybody getting everybody uh in and listening so Mm -hmm. Hmm. So I know I know we talked briefly about this, but who's the who's your white whale? We, we, so white whale, you're talking about like Moby Dick, like, like who's the, the who's the one that we just land. have to we just have to get we just have yeah, to get yeah. Who's the Call me Ishmael. <laughs> who's who's the yeah yeah? Who's your, I mean, you guys can Don Quixote it if you want, but Don Quixote. I mean, no, like I'll I'll just say that I don't think they're. I mean, there are people we would love to land, right? Just from a publicity standpoint and other things. Yeah, I mean, Will Smith. I mean, you said it like Oprah. seven times. You said um, it like eight times. They, Willie those, Will. <laughs> they Willie. Get silly. Those, but at the same time, like what what we love about what we're doing is we will talk to anybody. And we want people with, with I mean, everybody's got a story. We like mm-hmm. positive attitude. We like, uh, you know, a, a productive outlook on life and you know it doesn't have to necessarily be optimistic but um you know at the same time it's just you know whether it's you know q washington who's doing an amazing thing bringing you know god to regardless of what you think of, of religion he's bringing it to to the homeless people to them rather than forcing them to come to his place or Brittany, who survived a tragedy that i i think about more often than i should um, because it's just so impactful to people like Dolly Chug, who are on Forbes top 100 lists, right? Like we just, they, there's such a spectrum. We love talking to everybody and I don't know if we and have a white whale at this point. So I would say like this, we don't rank our guests to, for all the reasons that Keith just said. And what I said earlier, everybody's amazing. Like literally all, everybody is amazing. 
everything is awesome. <laughs> like that's that. that's how we that's how we roll in here. I will say that when we reached out to Dolly Chug and she accepted, we were beside ourselves because we were like, we're this little no name podcast. And why did this surprise you? This professor, writer, speaker who is on the Forbes 100 top list with top 100 list with Bill, Bill Gates, Gates and the and likes the of Dalai Lama responded to us in like a day and it was like what and like i heard her on an npr podcast and reached out and she responded and said yes and that was just like a moment of why would it so this is the, this is i think this is the real big question then don't you see that as a risk don't you see that as a jump don't you see that as you know jumping out the plane more or less you mean by like putting the ask out there yeah yeah i would have a year ago yeah, like, I mean, two years ago, heck yeah, would have thought. But I think that's a mental state. Like, what are we risking at this point? All they, so, all, all they can say is no. Right. So would you say you guys have gotten bolder? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, without question. Cause I we, think got we, a, we got an grace. email draft ready for Tom Brady, or almost ready, Keith. I'm, I got notes for you on that. Oh, you've got uh, – I sent a note to Tom <laughs> Brady's team. Yeah, we got we got a like, – we were about to email Joe Rogan because we got some ideas – um, I'm dead. I can't. Yo. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, and, it, and it's one of those hey, things. Hey, man, we're like, somewhat connected to President Obama. If we really think about it and talk to Nick Jones Jr., like, maybe we can get OBZ. <laughs> OB? Nobody calls him OBZ. I do. Rodney just did. So. did Come on. But no, I mean, I think, I think to your point, and this is, you know, a deeper conversation about mentality, like, it, 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 it risk is, is a mental state. It's not... I mean, if you're jumping off a cliff, there's a physical risk, right? There's there's actual risk to to life if you value if you want to live to tomorrow, right? But if even with that, it's a mental state. Today, though. it's still a mental state, right? Like it all like, depends on how you perceive it. Physical harm. Okay, so like to your point about it being a mental state, like if I'm gonna go choose to jump off a bridge and do like a base dive or whatnot, like yes, it, the chute might not open and I might hit and splatter and be done. But that same risk exists every time you get in a car, mm-hmm. every time you get in a plane. But like, yep. it's just a frame of mind. Like, I think I'm in control and I can do all the good things in a car. But the reality is, there's a million other drivers driving with you that you can't control. So, the risk is 100 percent in your head. The outcome of the risk is real. Like for sure, yes, you could be injured. But how you how you deal with that is all in your head. Right. Well, I will say this um, from your editor's voice to your ears that I am excited that you guys are taking a risk. And on top of that, that makes my life that much more exciting. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely appreciate that. So what would you say since we're going by this 2019 few words, what's, what would you, how would you characterize it? How do we summarize? Yeah. Summarize. Growth. What would you, what would you, yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, we've we've exponentially moved forward in a way I don't think we had the maybe had a vision of, but you know, continue to have a vision for more. And we, I mean, we hit our mark. We never missed a mark on releasing an episode. Like we we hit twenty four every two weeks since January. And um, you know, from for the operations guy, like that's me. Um, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of all that. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you, buddy. I would say 2019 was ex- owning and accelerating. So like owning and believing and accepting this role that we're in and this place that we're in and what we're trying to do and believing in it, truly believing in it. Like I'm here and I'm supposed to be right here. And then accelerating, like we just got after it. We got after so much. And then, yeah, that's it. Well, gentlemen, I, I really appreciate you guys letting me produce this episode. Thank um, you for doing it. I gotta um, I gotta jump. I don't know if you're trying to close up, but I think we need to talk about what's coming. Oh. <clears throat> I think oh. um, you know, we're gonna have an episode here at the beginning of twenty twenty that really gets into it a little bit more. I haven't even listened to it yet. But and no, not just that that we need to we're gonna have an intro episode for the season, but coming out of twenty nineteen um, and this is a big thanks to to Ruff and his producing mentality. Uh, yeah. come on. You know, as you mentioned, it's been kind of an eclectic uh, collection of stories that don't really tie together in any logical way um, for 2019, even in 2018. But in 2020, 
we are going to start a, three things, really. Um, big changes. One, there's a theme to the year. Boom. A decade so possible. Decade possible. It's a new decade. Did y'all realize? New decade 2020. It's a decade a possible. Decade. Let's go. We are going to do seasons. So that's the second thing. And we are going to theme each season. So season one theme. We don't have the, the schedule for... We have episodes for season two. We have a general theme, but we're not going to reveal that today. We'll reveal that later. But season one is possibility. Pursuit. You did that Pursuit. in emails too. <laughs> season one. <laughs> um, season one is Pursuit, um, where we have eight guests, eight episodes that have a common theme of pursuing things that they love, whether it's acting, whether it's uh, being an Olympian, whether it's being an entrepreneur or... I mean, you name it, and there is that theme across those eight episodes. We're super excited to bring them to you. At the end of the day, we're trying to get after. We're going to be getting after it in 2020. These guests have helped us since we've already had the conversation. They've helped us frame our minds around that, and we want to bring that fire to you coming out the gates. And and here's the thing, and this is the, the crux intensity, of it, right? The intensity, right? All now the episodes intense. are going to be very different conversations. Every single guest has a different story, a different thing that they're doing, whatever it may be. But the commonality, as we talk about more in common, is their their drive to to do something that they care about. I see what you mean. So um, that's part of the reason why we're stringing the theme together is to demonstrate that we do have more in common than we don't, even if all the stories sound totally different. Look at that. Look at that nice little neat little bow right there. It's fantastic. Well, I will tell you guys this. Um, as the editor, I'm gonna make sure that you guys. Oh, we got some. Yeah, we got some new heat coming for you. Guys. New heat. New heat. So it's exciting. And got yeah. we got to finish with a big, big old thank you to supporting us, to listening to us. If you care, our following is is almost at two thousand, which is amazing. Um, you know, we, we don't have the engagement. So hopefully this year, you know, you, we, we definitely want to hear from you and we want to talk to you more and we want to, yeah, we're going to give you, we're going to, we're going to give you that reason and, and <clears throat> hopefully you get into, get into the comments and start talking. We're going to start having a conversation. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we keep going. We, we do it, um, you know, for, for, for us more than mo- most things, but, uh, we can't appreciate your support enough. So thank you for listening. Thank you. We heart you. <laughs> Rough, thank you as well. Could, we wouldn't be where we are without you, bro. Facts. Let's tell them, hey, look, man, thank you all. We're going to sign off. Outro music, cue it. Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is going to get real meta. I'm going to talk to Rough while we're talking to Rough. Yo, Rough, cue outro. There you go. Decade possible. Decade possible. Decade possible. possible.